Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 102 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your wiki source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe to your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. The big game out last week was Resident Evil Village, and since I'm in the process of moving, it's killing me to not play the next entry in one of my favorite franchises of all time. The games coming out this week include Death Crown, Neverwinter, Sharander Episode 2, Karma Incarnation 1, Exodemon, Subnautica Below Zero, and Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Another one that's going to kill me that I can't play right away is Mass Effect 2 is one of my top three favorite games of all time. A couple of updates for Xbox Game Pass, available now for May 2021. You can play Dragon Quest Builders 2, FIFA 21, Outlast 2, and Steep. And then coming on May 13th, you can play Final Fantasy X X2 HD Remaster, Just Cause 4 Reloaded, Psychonauts, and Red Dead Online. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Mass Effect Legendary Edition Xbox Series X outperforms PS5 up to 120 frames per second. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Mass Effect Legendary Edition will include a performance mode on consoles with the Xbox Series X supporting frame rates up to 120 frames per second, compared to the PS5, which manages just 60. According to Bioware, console players will have two graphic options to choose from in Mass Effect Legendary Edition that can be toggled between at any time during the game. The favorite quality mode will target the highest visual fidelity possible in exchange for a lower target frame rate. In contrast, favor frame rate scales down the native resolution and reduces some graphical features for the highest frame rate possible. In quality mode, both the Xbox Series X and PS5 will target frame rates up to 60 FPS at 4K. In performance, the Series X beats out the PS5 with Microsoft's console targeting up to 120 frames per second at 1440p, while the PS5 will only reach 60 at 1440p. On Xbox Series S and Xbox One X, Mass Effect Legendary Edition players can choose between 30 at 4K or 60 frames per second at 1440p. On the base Xbox One, the game runs at either 30 frames per second at 1080p or up to 60 frames per second in 1080p. Again, as I previously stated, I cannot wait to get my hands on Mass Effect Legendary Edition. As part of my move and a gift for myself, I am purchasing the LG OLED C1 television. I cannot wait to see how this game looks. Now just a difficult decision if I'm going to go with favor quality or favor frame rate. Hoping the guys down the Digital Foundry do an exhaustive detail on this and help me make my decision. Number 2. Phil Spencer hasn't given up on xCloud for other consoles. Matt Kim at IGN writes, More emails from the Epic vs. Apple court case are trickling out along with plenty of high-level conversations between various CEOs. One email exchange between Epic CEO Tim Sweeney and Xbox President Phil Spencer reveals the Xbox's interest in bringing xCloud on other consoles is ongoing. There was regular chatter that Xbox had ambitions to bring its services to systems that weren't, well, the Xbox. At its height, there were rumors the entire Xbox experience could come to the Nintendo Switch, and said some Xbox Live functionality exists on the Switch, and xCloud is currently available on PC, Android, and iOS through a slight workaround. But according to an email between Spencer and Sweeney, Xbox is interested in getting its cloud streaming service to other consoles. Quote, At the highest levels of Microsoft, we are committed to pushing on these policies and continuing to expand our console platform capabilities, end quote, Spencer writes. Quote, You can chime in as you feel comfortable, but I did want to just let you know that I have your point on xCloud on other consoles, haven't given up. 
Free to play outside of gold, we will get there and I want to partner with you. And our store entitlement ideas as items I'm going to review with you to make progress, end quote. Microsoft's xCloud is a cloud streaming service where users can play console games on their phones or PC directly from the cloud with no need to download or install a title. This is a service that's included for subscribers of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which Xbox is popular service where users can download and install games from a library so as long as they pay the monthly subscription cost. While xCloud is exclusive to smartphones and PCs at this time, cloud streaming to consoles is possible and something PlayStation and Nintendo are already doing with PlayStation Now or Switch Cloud Streaming. For anyone who hasn't been following the Epic vs. Apple court case, there's a lot of crazy Microsoft details coming out with this being one of them. It's one of those that is 50-50 for me. Xbox preaches the play what you want wherever you want on any device that you want, but will they try and go if they were allowed to play on Nintendo Switch or even PlayStation? Who knows, but the future is certainly going to be interesting. Number 3, Xbox Series XS Enhanced Edition of Metro Exodus releasing June 18th. Tom West at True Achievements writes, Metro Exodus will be launching for Xbox Series X and S as an enhanced edition via smart delivery on June 18th. The new optimizations will allow the game to run at 4K60, add ray tracing, and support new field of view options. Koch Media is promising to have the game running at 4K60 on the Series X and 1080p60 on the Series S. To sweeten the pot, we can also expect to see the game operating fully ray-traced lighting to achieve depth and authenticity to the game world. Now you can see being eaten by mutated creatures in a new light. Metro Exodus running on Xbox Series X will also take advantage of a new 4K texture pack that adds a new layer of detail to everything in the world from weapons to creatures. I thought this game already looked gorgeous, but I cannot wait to see how it looks on the Series X with this update. I for one have not played the Metro series yet, but it is on the to-do list, and maybe next year is finally the time for Metro Exodus, as soon as I catch up on all the gaming I've been missing over the last month and a half moving. Number 4. Huh, the new Fable runs on the Forza engine. Ian Walker at Kotaku writes, The next installment in the Fable franchise is being built with the Forza Tech engine, which as the name implies is the foundation beneath Xbox's popular Forza racing games. This detail was first spotted by IGN in a Microsoft job listing for Turn 10 Studios, the Xbox game studio subsidiary that developed the core Forza series since its 2005 debut. Quote, do you want to have a major impact on three AAA titles in development across two beloved Xbox franchises? End quote, the software engineer opening reads. Quote, Forza Tech is the engine, tools, and pipelines that drive both the Forza Motorsport and Forza Horizon series of games. In addition to adding new features like ray tracing to support the next console generation, we are also enriching the toolset to support an open-world action RPG, Fable, end quote. While this kind of proprietary engine usage isn't unheard of in the world of video games, Capcom has utilized its RE engine, for example, in everything from Resident Evil Village to Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. It's really fun to think of the same horsepower that goes into the making the relatively realistic Forza games is also being responsible for bringing the fart-filled fantasy world of Fable to life. I think this is awesome to hear given how beautiful and breathtaking the Forza games are. Getting that dynamic weather systems in an RPG like Fable, just can't wait till we actually see some gameplay of this. Number 5. Minecraft Dungeon Update adds cloud cross-saves and cross-progression. Sean Crary at True Achievements writes, Minecraft Dungeons has finally added cloud cross-saves and cross-progression, meaning players can now pick up the dungeon crawler from where they left off and carry on with their save file on any supported platform. Minecraft Dungeons launched without cloud saves, which essentially locked players to one platform with their chosen characters. 
After downloading today's update, you'll be able to synchronize your current saves to the cloud and play them across Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. To sync your save, you'll need to do this manually via a process that has been detailed over on the Minecraft support website. You can have up to 20 save files stored in the cloud and purchase DLC does not transfer between platforms. I wanted to highlight this story as it's cool to see games starting to try and support this. I love the idea of being able to play a game and no matter what console I have it on, I get to carry over my progress. I really don't understand why more platforms wouldn't support this, as in order to even use that progress you'd have to purchase the game anyway. So more money for the developers and more options for us the players. Win-win. Number 6. Ubisoft announces free to play The Division Heartland. Matt Perslow at IGN writes, Ubisoft has announced The Division Heartland, a free to play game set in the Tom Clancy Division universe. Developed by the original Tom Clancy studio, Roadstorm Entertainment, The Division Heartland will be standalone from the main The Division series. It's planned for release on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC in the 2021-2022 window. No details have been offered besides those, so it's currently very unclear as to what kind of game The Division Heartland will be beyond its free-to-play nature. Ubisoft does say that it will be an all-new perspective on the universe in a new setting, though. Those interested can sign up to get involved in any early hands-on opportunities. It is, however, just one component of a transmedia expansion of The Division, across games, movies, and novels. The previously announced The Division Netflix movie starring Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal will be joined by a new original novel set after the events of The Division 2. New content is also coming to The Division 2 later this year. The DLC will add a new game mode and new methods of leveling up agents set to emphasize build variety and viability. Finally, a mobile game set in The Division universe is also in development. So given all of that, if you like the Division series, there's going to be a million ways for you to enjoy it across different medias. The Division, as I said on the show, is one of the most disappointing games I've ever played. I was so into the idea, the story, and the gameplay trailers before the release of the first game, and for some reason the third person action and bullet sponge enemies just did not do it for me, and I could not play the game. I'm always intrigued to see a new game though, so let's see it. maybe E3, giving more details on The Division Heartland. And number 7, EA Sports is getting back into baseball. ONS Good at Polygon writes, EA Sports' latest acquisition is Super Mega Baseball and its maker, Canadian indie studio Metalhead Software. Electronic Arts announced Wednesday that it has brought the British Columbia-based developer of three acclaimed arcade-style baseball hits, most recently last May's Super Mega Baseball 3. Terms were not disclosed. The deal is the latest in a six-month stretch of moves and expansions that have brought EA back to sports it had left over the past decade. Quote, we put together a deliberate growth strategy for EA Sports that includes getting into a number of new sports that we haven't been in in a while and placing our bets in certain places, end quote, Cam Weber, a senior vice president in charge of EA Sports, told Polygon. Quote, one of those things was re-establishing a presence in baseball and looking at our options there, end quote. Well, I'm not a fan of baseball games or some of the things that EA Sports does, but I think competition is good in any space. I wish there was a rival to Madden, because I love football and it'd be nice to see bigger improvements each year in the football games. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about the Xbox console's history and selling at a loss. As we talked about earlier in the show, there's some crazy details coming out in the Epic vs. Apple court case, and this was one of them. Credit to Sean Carey and True Achievements. Microsoft has been selling its Xbox consoles at a loss. Lori Wright, Vice President of Business Development at Xbox, confirmed in a court case. With the Epic and Apple legal battle raging, Wright testified as a third-party witness, giving insight into the video game industry, according to Protocol. 
Wright was asked several questions by Epic lawyers Wes Yearnhart regarding Microsoft's business model for the Xbox ecosystem and the company made a profit for the Xbox hardware sales. Quote, how much margin does Microsoft earn on the sales of the Xbox consoles, Yarnhart asked. Quote, we don't, we sell the consoles at a loss, end quote, right with pride. The Xbox exec explained how Microsoft sells Xbox hardware at a loss and subsidizes it with the sales of video games and subscription services such as Xbox Game Pass. Quote, just to be clear, does Microsoft ever earn a profit on the sale of an Xbox console, end quote, Yarnhart then asked. Wright simply replied, quote, no, end quote, according to IGN. While this isn't necessarily surprising, it's crazy that in the Xbox history, not one console was sold at a profit. While yes, this does happen as games and services subsidize the cost of the console, it is wild to hear the company outright confirm it. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've had no time to play any video games, as I mentioned, I'm moving, but in a different medium, I have been consuming Star Wars The Bad Batch on Disney+, and I'm so back into the Star Wars world right now. My name is Brandon Rosa, you can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93, hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.